Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Dell Tuesday, and today we have an interesting guest, a serial retiree. Uh, we could call him a serial entrepreneur, but uh, he just seems to keep retiring, starting new businesses and continuing to grow them until he decides it's time to get out and go do something else. So he's got multiple, multiple retirement dates set up in his uh, resume now. In addition to that, he's also got, believe it or not, over 4,4200 units in the apartment business. So he has plenty of passive income to be able to do whatever he wants, when he wants, with whomever he wants. Or go back and start another company. With me today, very excited to talk to Ron Buckman out of Phoenix, Arizona. Ron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Del. I'm glad to be with you, and I'm glad to be back again. you got to tell the story, Ron. Everybody wants to know. How did you retire three times, man? <laughs> well, I, I, I retired once after I, I built a bunch of startups overseas in um, uh, 98, 99, and, and 2000 in uh, uh, Auckland, New Zealand, and Warsaw, Poland, and then in the uh, Hague and the Netherlands. And then I retired. The, the Y2K had hit, and I decided that there weren't a lot of uh, companies that were going to be um, hiring um, new, new CEOs or going into much tech business. So then I actually changed my career, and I went in, and I used to restore a bunch of cars. So I had a partner, and we built an auto body shop in Gilbert. It was uh, 26,500 square feet built a new shop on two acres. And then we uh, we ran that for nine years. And I got out of that and retired in 2012. And then I got bored again. <laughs> and so I uh, went to work for a company building uh, fiber optic networks in the uh, greater Phoenix area. So I built several hundred uh, different fiber routes and stuff like that and finally retired um, in 2019. And then actually I got bored again and I became a uh, what's known as a SCORE mentor, which is a volunteer program where we uh, actually help people start new businesses. So I talked to probably between four and eight people a week every week and, and do that as a retired individual. Sounds a lot, Ron, like that you and I have some common interests uh, in being what I would call a builder building companies, building products, help build people. Um, but you must get a tremendous amount of joy from seeing something come together, whether it you know, be a whole company or a product development or just a car. I mean, I assume that's where you get the highest amount of pleasure from. That's correct. Uh, I, I actually, there are two types of people in the world to me. There are uh, builders and there are maintainers. I'm a builder. <laughs> I've never been much of a maintainer, and I do get the most satisfaction. For example, when I would build a car, I'd get much more of a thrill out of the project rather than owning the car. Most of the time, I just sell it, move on to the next project. 
You know, I, I have to say, I feel the same way about things. It's really true. So you, you've kind of enlightened me about myself a little bit there. Uh, I've got massive shop at my house. I've got a massive train layout that I've been building for 15 years, and I just keep upgrading and upgrading because it's no fun just to run the trains. You just want to build the layout, tear it apart, and put it back together better, right? I, so I get I get the idea. I love to build companies. I have 27 different companies. Uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to take away from your glory. I'm just saying, man, I really can relate that this is something that you get a tremendous amount of joy of. So the, the when I say it's not the money, it's the lifestyle, I assume you're 100% congruent with that statement. Absolutely. So let's talk about um, how did you and where in all those different retirements did you find lifestyles and what attracted you to this? Well, I was, getting, I was working for the last company building those fiber optic networks. And I would typically go to the gym early. I'd leave work about two hours early on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And as I would drive, I would uh, ro- rotate through uh, three of my radio channels. And on one of the channels, you were talking. It was in Phoenix area. It was from 2 to 3 uh, during the week. And so I started listening to your program, and I said, boy, this is just what I need. Um, you know, I could see I was getting ready to retire. I had a pile of money. And I could just see that pile of money just going downhill. And so I was really looking for something that would – continue to grow that money and then something that you could live on off the thing. And so what you were talking about was exactly what I was looking for. So then um, this, that happened in 2017. And um, all of a sudden you were going to come to Phoenix and uh, have a free day, uh, a free workshop. And so I invited my wife along to that and we went to the workshop and then uh, went to the uh, financial freedom seminar for two days, a couple weeks later and uh, then we went ahead and joined uh, as uh, uh, preferred investors at that point in time. As a builder, that must have just clicked for you when you went there, huh? It did. It did. This was exactly what I was looking for. I had to bring my wife because she was a skeptic. I had some previous deals I had done. I particularly I did an oil deal back in um, Texas a few years earlier that didn't start out working out too well, but it ended up working out fairly well. So my wife had kind of cut me off from um, some of my other ventures. <laughs> I'll just say that. I understand. So when you went to the two-day and you were sitting there, uh, was there any real aha moments where you go, light bulb went off, go, boy, that's it. That's what makes oh, us all. absolutely. That's the sauce. Uh, there, were, there were several things as we went along, and, you, and the first day when you went through the uh, training basically on single-family, but then the multifamily clicked in much more since we had a little bit of money to spend uh, to invest. Uh, that the, the main thing I, I liked was the the fact that you could uh, go ahead and have have forced appreciation on the on the units and uh, associated with the multifamily. And the other piece that was that was fantastic was the fact that the depreciation was going to go ahead and cover a lot of the capital gains and everything are the ordinary gains that you made. So that worked out terrific. I had sold that other business before and had to recapture a bunch of that depreciation. So until I kind of found out how this was going to work a little differently by keep reinvesting, right, because I had to pay back quite a bit of that uh, depreciation when I uh, sold that business on, on the, on the uh, land and buildings and equipment that we had built. So those are the two main factors that were the aha moments that we found. What were the important points in your plan towards building up this uh, 
portfolio that you, you currently own? Well, as an engineer, my uh, typical first view is analytics. So I looked at the looked at the deals, and we we kind of had a strategy to go ahead and start looking at ones that looked like they made the most sense to us. We didn't really have much of an, an eye on diversity, but we did have an eye on a little bit of the diversity among the leads, and uh, and so we went ahead and started investing at that point in time. I will say that over time. Um, we've changed our view a little bit to go more with the um, the expertise and stuff of the lead um, rather than um, relying as heavily on the uh, financial results of the particular deal. So that was pretty much our plan of attack. And then we looked across the country. Uh, we typically would invest in blue states, and it didn't make much difference uh, you know, where it was other than that fact. And so that was pretty much our plan of attack. And we've pretty much followed it, with the exception, as I mentioned, we now have put a little more weight on the lead and the deal than we did originally. All right. So the blue state uh, approach is to stay away from the red states, which have are basically tenant friendly and anti landlord, whereas the blue states are more landlord friendly, and not necessarily tenant unfriendly, but landlord friendly. So that makes sense. Now let's talk about uh, from there. Getting to your monies and where it was tied up at, how did, what did you have to do to get it out of there? Well, we had uh, we had a fair amount of money in savings and stuff like that that was not tied up into 401k. I've never been a super big 401k, but we still had quite a bit of money there. So what we did was we, over the first year that we were there, we pretty much spent most of the, and I'll say invested, most of the money that we had in cash and got we got pretty much got that invested where we should. And then, we, as I mentioned, we started slowly taking money out of the 401k. So we took out, you know, probably 25% the first year in 17, another 25, and just kind of did that. And we're down, we're down to maybe 10% left in that right now uh, that we still have sitting there in the 401k. But once again, that was mainly only to minimize the, the tax uh, tax burden at that point in time. Did you have to pay any penalty? No, I was well over 50. <laughs> I have, so that was not even a consideration. All right, good. So as you uh, started buying this stuff, how did you decide how much to put in each deal? We just looked at uh, kind of what kind of money we had. We wanted to spend it, uh, spread it out over a few different leads. So we started out with some smaller amounts of money, um, you know, like 50 or so, $1,000. And then as we got into more, we kicked that up to pretty much a hundred, and so now we're pretty much putting in about a hundred thousand a deal, and some we've been as high as two hundred thousand on some of those deals. So it just depends on the deal, the timing, um, what we've uh, sold, and how much cash is available. Now, looking at the deal and how good we feel about the deal and the lead. Well, I'm looking at your, your portfolio list here, and it looks like you did about the same thing I did, which was you started with a bunch of 50s, then you got a little more aggressive, went up to 100. And I don't see but just one or two over 100. And I think that's a smart. I really do. Um, I've never had any time that I felt like I couldn't sleep at night because any one particular deal was ever not doing as well as I thought it was going to do. So that's good. Sure. Uh, you know, the heartbreak on that one is when one of them 
goes killer on you. <laughs> it, it makes a hundred or two hundred percent return. You go, wow, fifty thousand. I should have had. I should have had a million in that one, man. Right. Right. So that happens. But I'll tell you what. I'd rather go the conservative way and be able to sleep at night and know that I'm, you know, hey, that one was great. Good. Good. Give me the profit. Move on. So uh, I see you sold quite a few already, too. This is your sold file We've here. We've sold eight already. Uh-huh. So, and so I, you can probably look at my chart there and you can see we did fairly well on most of those. You know, we put in X number of dollars and we pretty much got 2X back and uh, had nice returns all the way along, too. So um, I'm very, very happy with uh, the results on the ones that we've sold. That's great. Um, 2X back. So let's talk about just out of curiosity. You started when? What was the first year? 2017? Early 2018 was the first one. We had joined in late 17. Um, I missed one deal in late 17, and then we got in in early 18 and started going pretty much full bore at that time. So what I want to share with people, if you don't mind uh, sharing this data, is that most people believe once you retire, just like you had said, you think you got a pile of money you're going to live off of and hope it doesn't go away, right? Whereas right. my belief is every year I get older, I can't. I just get wealthier. I mean, my, my net worth just keeps growing because I keep throwing off more income than I actually live off of, so I just buy more. And it just builds up and it becomes, you know, exponential growth at some point. Um when you started, what was your net worth? You don't have to give us a number and say compared to what your net worth is now. It, has it grown? Uh, yeah, it's up, it's up substantially. Um, we'd invested in the 90s back in the stock market and did very well during that time. But part of that, we lost it after the Y2K thing. Uh, we lost some more money in 2008. And uh, we've, we've uh, started recovering back to where we were with these investments. So... We're up um, oh, probably uh, 50 to 100% in the last six years since we've been doing this. So the point I was making is, the guys, if you're sitting out there thinking about retiring like Ron did and like I did many years ago, uh, then you, you don't have to worry that your net worth is going to go down. It's actually going to go up if you do this stuff correctly. We're going to take a short break. Be right back with Ron Buckman out of Phoenix, Arizona and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. 
You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here on Tell Dell Tuesday is Ron Buckman out of Phoenix, Arizona. Ron's got over 4,200 units and has sold off quite a few, eight different apartment complexes, and uh, been doing this since 2017. Ron, so now that you've uh, retired for the fourth time or third time or whatever it is, nobody can keep track anymore, um, what do you do with your time now? Um, pretty much, like I said, I'm a score mentor, and so I spend uh, pretty much four to eight hours a week. I'm helping these people form their businesses. And then I typically go to the gym three days a week for a couple hours each. And then I usually play golf on Fridays. So that's the bulk of my time. I have a few projects around here. Uh, I have a pretty good sized wood shop, somewhat like yours, I assume. And then I have um, you know, a bunch of metalworking equipment and stuff like that too. So I have quite a few projects to keep me busy at that point in time. But that's it. You know, it's it's funny, though. I, I've got the same thing. I've got about a 2,000-square-foot shop with uh, woodworking and metalworking both. And that, I've got my train collection, you know, hobby building that. And I'm in the middle of rebuilding it again for the fourth time. i got my fish, my ponds, my koi, uh, my guns, collections, you know. And, and then you wake up in the morning, you have all the time in the world to do whatever you want. And... Yet your day is full. It's an amazing thing. I, I just got in the car the other day. I said, there's something I want. And it's over on the other side of town. And I got up and did my radio show. And then I, I told my wife, I said, I'll see you later. Where are you going? I'm going to go to buy this thing I want. Way over in the way over in the other side of town. I, just, I got nothing else to do. I'm going to go over there and get it. Just an amazing feeling, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. You just got to do what you want and, and uh, get everything you pretty much just have time to do the stuff you want to do. It's it's been fantastic. Family? Uh, I have my wife, and she has got all kinds of projects, too. Same thing. And then uh, our youngest daughter lives uh, pretty close to us. And then I have two other daughters, and one of them is actually in Texas. She lives around uh, lives in Austin. So you get a chance to see them and do some stuff with them also. You got any grandkids? Uh, no, we don't. We don't. Uh, no grandkids, I, okay. I have uh, I have three sisters and I have three daughters, and as I, I always say, women are my life, and uh, I, we don't have any grandchildren. Wow, that is a lot of women. <laughs> so um, if you look at it now, and, and by the way, I, I'm assuming you, you don't have a lot of um, people that would uh, critique your going into real estate. And my assumption on that is simply because you've moved around from job to job, they don't really expect you to stay tied to a job for the rest of your life. It's just not your personality. But were th- was there anybody that was critical of you doing this other than your skeptical wife, which, you know, I understand. <laughs> which is always the case. Yeah, no, there wasn't really anybody to, uh, you know, I talked to a bunch of my friends at the gym and stuff like that, and they sometimes think I'm nuts and whatever, but that's... Uh, that's about it. But other than that, nobody was really very critical. Why well, do the guys at the gym think you're nuts? That's funny. Oh, you know, they 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 have a different view of the world, and so it's it's just uh, there's a whole bunch of us old guys that show up there at the same time in the afternoon. Usually, when we go there, so we all harass each other as we're we're working out, and uh, they they just they you know there's not 
not used to having anybody that's in a real estate investments. Yeah, there you go. The unicorn, but you've been a unicorn your whole life, so that doesn't really matter. I didn't think you had much pushback on that. Um, no. So are you aware that uh, of late, I've been screaming that the market's about ready to go down and there's going to be some great buying opportunities again? Have you been listening? Oh, yes. I've heard you talk about that. And it's uh, uh, we're just we're just kind of waiting at this point in time. Actually, we've seen um, some of the deals we see on there are are starting to turn, actually, too, and are looking better. So um, but, yeah, we're we're waiting to see um, if your predictions are coming true. And I think they will. Can you share with us how did you overcome that I mean, I know you said that you took her to the two day. What happened? Did the two day do it, or did you just wear her down, or did she just throw up her arms? And go, okay, I give up. What, what happened there? Well, I took her to the the, uh, uh, the workshop to start with because I figured I wasn't going to get past it the two days. That was the case. So I just she she heard that and she understands logic pretty pretty well. So she went through that and she agreed to go to the two day and we just kept working working through. And um, she understood the same issue that I had, that we had this pile of money and that we needed to figure out some way to continue to grow that pile of money as opposed to um, trying to be, you know, be dead before the money would go away. And so uh, she she agreed with that. She looked at all of the logic and everything and, the, and the, all of the financials and everything, and it, 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 it made sense to her. So we went ahead and, and we haven't, uh, she hasn't been, unhappy about it at all since that time. So that that was what worked out well. I, I think taking her specifically to the training sessions with you as opposed to trying to explain it later uh, is was, was worked out the best. Boy, I ask people that all the time. I said, how do you expect, after it took me 30 years to learn how to teach 16 hours worth of intense information that every bit of it's important. How do you go home and explain that to your wife? <laughs> you know, well, that's you, just it. You, you, you remember five minutes here, three minutes there, or something that was really important. And so if you if you do just come home and do that, she just looks like, like you're nuts. And so, <laughs> you know, she really has to, uh, my opinion, has to be there too. So uh, I, I just think that's a, a much better opportunity here and. Uh, your chances of selling, uh, joining and being a member is a, a much better deal if, if they attend also. So she went in as a willing partner by the time you were into it. And uh, what is she like now? What does she think of it now? She's uh, she's pretty happy with it. Uh, you know, once again, there's a few deals that she doesn't like. And there's a, you know, a few few of the leads she really likes. And, and so, uh, you know, she looks, she's a great Monday morning quarterback. So <laughs> we... we continue to keep looking at that, but she's in general uh, very happy with what uh, what we've done with the uh, lifestyles. Okay. What about travel? You've not mentioned anything about travel. Do you guys like to travel at all? We uh, we typically go to Mexico um, a couple weeks, uh, a couple times a year. Um, once again, we live in Phoenix, so we play golf here all the time. Um, we're already, already, in my opinion, in paradise already, so there's not a whole lot of other places that really is going to be that much better than being here, in my opinion. So uh, we don't really go a lot other than that. God, you, you're, you're freaking me out, Ron. You sound just like me. <laughs> I I, my home is paradise. I don't want to leave. It's like you're going to take right. me someplace less than where I live? Well, why? 
<laughs> so the travel's not a big thing. I didn't feel it was, but I had to ask anyway. Um, we just go to relax. We don't. Uh, we are not sightseers. Uh, we don't. We're not curious about going to see stuff. When we go, we pretty much will hang up by the pool, maybe play golf, uh, go out and have dinner, and we just are there to relax. Much Do you have spots you like, particular places you go back to? Oh, yeah, we have a place uh, that's, that has uh, multiple locations in Mexico that we go to. So we typically like going to Puerto Vallarta, but um, um, also Cancun. Um, and they have some other locations, but those are the two that we like getting to. It's also... Nice to go to some place that's only a couple hours away by flight. If we fly to Cancun, it's a four-hour flight. So, my my opinion of a vacation is you don't want to spend a day going and a day coming back. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I like some place that's fairly close. So, which is closer, Cancun or Puerto Vallarta? Yeah, Puerto Vallarta is two hours and a little over two hours, and Cancun's four. Yeah, two hours isn't bad at all, is it? No. Not at all. <laughs> it's well, it's just flying from here to Houston. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half hours. I'm a Cabo man myself. I I find myself in Cabo. We got married there, and so we keep going back. But Oh, okay. Yeah, there's actually a resort being built there that we're waiting for all the way along. So otherwise, I'm, I've been hoping to go to spend more time in Cabo, but it hasn't been completed yet, so I'm waiting. When you leave, do you find yourself... Um, we call it island time that, you know, no matter, even if you're retired, you're living at home, you got all your projects and your stuff that to leave, you start fidgeting. You feel like, gosh, I, I can't, I'm not doing anything. I, uh, I should be getting something done. I should da, da, da. And then over a couple of days, you fall into what I call island time to where you just don't care anymore. And you just sort of relax. Do you find, do you go through that same syndrome or not? Yeah, we know my wife and I do that. We don't do that as much as we used to. You know, when we were working, um, it actually was that way because you always felt you had 8,000 projects going on that you were under the gun and trying to get that done. Now I don't have quite as many projects going on that are um, pressing. And uh, my wife has got the same thing. She has quite a no- like a normal schedule with all of her friends. And so uh, we, we, get, we get there quicker probably than we used to by a lot. But it, we have the exact same thing. We did take our youngest daughter and her husband along this year, and uh, they've never been on vacation. So they they now that's all they talk about is that vacation, because they exactly um, that island time thing where they said, "I get to get away from everything. I don't think about anything." So they <laughs> they were the exactly with what you were talking about to associate with the island time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I remember when I was a kid, I never went on a vacation. My parents could never afford it. And everybody I knew, like, it was part of their family tradition to go, you know, twice, three times a year. Many times in the same spots, but, you know, just they did a vacation. It was a family thing. So, well, uh, really appreciate you coming on, Ron, and sharing your story with everybody. And uh, we look forward to you having many more years of success and enjoyment. For the rest of you out there, remember this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.